0: Comforting Classics.
1: Fresh new content.
0: Something old?
1: Something new.
0: Join Emma and Lucy each month for a new podcast from Fan Critical.
1: Hello and welcome to the first Something Old, Something New episode of 2022.
0: Woohoo!
1: New Year Exci- new Exciting me. Times. New year, new us, new ladies. We've also got a cat in the background here, I'm afraid to say. She will not leave my side. So please welcome May to the fan critical crew. Hello, May. And that other beautiful voice there is (laughs) Lucy. Hello, mate. (laughs) Yes. Hello, mate. I'm back and I'm old. We're back. We're old. We're tired. It's January. Uh, So if you haven't listened to Something Old, Something New before, the premise is very simple. Lucy and I get together about once a month and we talk about something old that we've watched usually an old favourite uh, or something we're re-watching uh, for various reasons and something new that we've watched, what we think about it and whether we recommend it to each other and to you, our delightful listeners. Um, so as we come into January, I, the first question I'm going to ask Lucy, and I don't know if this is a thing in the US or any other parts of the world, uh, are you doing dry January, Lucy? Um,
0: my birthday is the 4th of January, um, so no. I have never done it. I will never do it. Even when I was pregnant, I didn't do it. I still had a drink on my birthday. So to answer your question, no. Are you doing it?
1: Ugh, yes. So for those of you who don't know, dry January is when you get to the new year and you think, how can I make January more depressing? Why? um, By not drinking for 31 days. It's a long
0: month Um, as well. I always yeah if i'm gonna give anything up do it in february february's here and here and it's gone like that's the time to do it
1: I've made a fatal mistake to be honest mm-hmm. um because it's only halfway through the month and i already wish i could have had a drink probably at least 75 percent of the days um but it does mean that my uh desire to exercise is higher that's good uh, because how else do you fill time and you're not hung over no, and uh, also what that means is I'm watching a lot more uh, movies mm. and television. Because you're not having fun, because you can just watch more TV. I'm not having any fun, so, good. so I'm watching more telly. But what that means for you, lovely listeners, is that there's a great chat to come uh, about what we've been watching of late. Um, Lucy, I'm going to start with you today. Okay. Can you please tell me something old that you've brought to the podcast this evening.
0: I'd love to. Um what my something old is not old but it's old to me and that I have seen it probably three times now. So over Christmas it was very quiet Christmas actually. Um I thought that we were going to get more lockdown restrictions so I didn't plan anything and then we didn't so I didn't have anything planned. Oh no. So that I did kind of I just ate and drank and watched stuff which is fine. So what has now become a bit of a tradition because I just think it's the most cozy, lovely Sunday film. And I think every day um in, in between, like the interlull between Christmas and New Year is kinda of like a nice Sunday. Like when you don't have to work and you just chilled out. Yeah. Um, and it is It's all Sundays. Yeah, every day is Sunday, but in a good way, because Monday doesn't come. Um the film is the 2019 adaptation of uh, Louisa May Alcott's Little Women which me oh. and Emma in the same interlull it came out, I think it was like around the 27th of December was it, 28th, 29th yeah. we went and saw it in the cinema and loved it we did. and I continue to love it and it's now going to be a tradition that I watch it because I think last year I watched it in that period and I was on my own, I had a bit of time to myself Aaron wasn't in, Aubrey was with my mom. I cleaned the house then I watched Little Women Under a Blanket Drinking a snowball and it was bloody fantastic. That was the best Christmas. Lise,
1: that that is absolute genius. And that film, we had a lovely time. We, we had went. a lovely a t- time. Tiny little cinema. We took snacks. It was you baked. You baked
0: cookies. Yep. It was. I so did. Yeah. Quiet. I, made, I bought biscuits. London was dead, but still Christmassy. oh I have very fond memories of the film and that event. So I just
1: love it still. So, for anyone who hasn't seen Little Women, Lisa, can you tell us a bit about the film or the new adaptation and the cast? Because I think that was what drew us in, Def- really, wasn't definitely. it? Definitely. So, uh, it's directed by Greta Gerwig. Um, it's a
0: good ad- adaptation. Now, I actually recently... don't know what you're like at home or you, Emma. I, I struggle getting to sleep. So, we listen to audiobooks. And um, have you ever listened to the podcast Criminal?
1: I'm, I love Criminal. I'm Phoebe, Phoebe Judge. Judge. This. It's criminal. She has the nicest voice. It's criminal. And
0: sort of last, not last year, the year before now, I guess, um, when I had a newborn, we listened to Phoebe Reads a Mystery, which is another one of her non criminal podcasts. I loved it. Yes. So she did so many, but she's gone on to Not Mysteries and she does Little Women. She reads it. Oh, has she? So we've been listening to it. I miss that. It is so um,
1: nice. I don't think I've read it. I don't really listen to audiobooks. I listen to podcasts at night, which is probably why I have terrible dreams because I listen to podcast about murder um that sounds like a delightful it's so like her voice
0: is lovely and the book is very cozy comforting nostalgic I'm not sure if I've read the book but I feel like I have now from listening to it but my point in bringing that up was that um Greta Gerwig's adaptation plays with the chronology of the story which is really effective um and it's not something that you normally see in these adaptations and didn't necessarily have to be done but i do think it really adds something when you see for example amy in paris and then you see previously joe wanting to go to paris without and you kind of think how's that happened or you see her friendship with laurie and uh, timothy chalamet i just oh, he's so good i just love him so good. i can see why the gays and the girls all love him because he's just on screen he's very char he has a real charming presence but an intensity and i just think why did Joe turn him down?
1: Joe, why? And then she's like, why when Joe? she says
0: that she wonders if he will ask her again. And she thinks she's a yes. I'm like, oh, this is really tragic. But it's it's just great. And talking about the cast, um, you've got Sersha Ronan. Have I said that right? Sorsha. Sersha. Sersha. Sersha,
1: like inertia. I heard her say that once on. Okay. Um,
0: Sersha. Apologies. Graham Norton. Um, Florence Pugh, my girl. Absolutely adore her. Emma, Emma Watson, who cannot stand up to them two. She is just not a good actress. She looks nice, which is good for me. It's a
1: shame, isn't it? Because she is really wooden. Her
0: accent and actually... goes midway through the film. She just gives up trying to do like a Massachusetts sort of turn of the century accent.
1: Yeah. She's not a good actress. Poor Emma Watson. And she's also... She's more interested in the environment yeah. and gender rights. Well, good, stick to that
0: because she just... On a, I mean, even I think her husband's, what's his name? The actor. Is she no, in the film, sorry. Meg's husband. Oh. Uh, James Norton. He's another English actor. Even her yes. scenes with him, I'm like, you just, you can't stand up to these people. And like, yeah, you know, you've got Sasha, Shercia, Ronan, and Florence Pugh like tearing up the screen. Your mum's Laura Dern. Like, you can't stand up to it. Um, oh, and Laura Dern. Right. Also, she she's is, so good I- as mommy. Oh, I love it.
1: The whole cast, actually, of Little Women are apart from Emma Watson, and I'm sorry, Emma Watson, if you listen. She's to fine her, because it's she's
0: cool. just she's just pretty, and here and that she is pretty, so that mm-hmm. works. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, she's she she's just is. nowhere near but as the good. The whole cast, it's a cast of really um, adaptable, inter- uh, changeable actors. So you think about Timothy Chalamet, right? So we've seen him at the cinema together in the Little Women. We love him. Uh, Call Me by Your Saw Name, that as well. Very different film. Um, I've just seen him in June. Totally different film. Um, we I watched him in uh, the King with um, now I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, with some dude, cool, uh, which is on Netflix. Very good, worth watch. And then you think so, Laura Dern. I mean, do you remember her in Marriage Story? Like, I mean, she's been so many different things. She's so good. She. Did you ever Um, watch Big
0: Little Lies?
1: No, I never. Definitely should,
0: and she is fantastic in that. She's just, and she really adds a depth to the character because in the book she is very like angelic perfect mum because mm. that's how they yep. all see her um, and in this there's a bit more grit to her without losing her patience and I know obviously if you've seen Friends, I know Emma you haven't you know, spoiler warning now Can spoiler, I mean, I have. spoiler you could, warning, you can't escape Friends now for Little Women, when Beth dies, oh my god It made I was crying Aww. for ages even when I rewatched it, I was like the way they do it is just so moving and you really care about these girls and I just the setting, the scenery, the outfits,
1: everything is perfect. I love it. Yeah, totally. And it's—and even you think about Florence Pugh, I she's love so her. good. Because Amy is so an I... absolute
0: dick, and like, canonically in the book... But you still love everybody her, hates because Amy, of the way Florence plays it. But she, like, really so brings good. her out into an actual three-dimensional character, not just the youngest one who's a bit of a dick and is spoiled. Like... I mean, she still is a bit... She big. is. There some of the stuff she does, you're like, oh, God. But, yeah, she, somehow, I'm like, I still like you. Like, well done.
1: That- also, when you think about, like, the versi- versatility, that's the word I was looking for earlier, um, of the cast in this, right? So, Florence Pugh, I've just been watching in, well, Black Widow last year, and then in um, Hawkeye. Spoiler Does she?
0: Does she pop wanted. up? Oh, God. I haven't even seen Black Widow well, yet. I am behind.
1: Oh, Black Widow is... Uh, look, Okay, it's not the best Marvel film ever, but it's fun. I thought it was fun, and she is excellent I mean, She is hilarious. Right, I'm going like, to watch that
0: pan funny tomorrow night just that, Aaron Just out. for Florence Pugh, yeah,
1: obviously, genuinely like just for that. She is uh, she's the best part of Black Widow. I've I've got to say she totally is. Um, yeah, I mean, what a, I was just thinking. Can you imagine if we brought this up on a podcast with the lads? I reckon like
0: Lem would have watched it and would have loved it and would like love the art direction. I think Megan may have made Gaz watch it and he would have enjoyed it. I don't know if John would go near
1: it, but maybe he would I think I don't think he would. Maybe we'll ask. Him. It's so good. We'll see. Though. If if they ever listen to our podcast they can tell well, us. Yeah. This is the test. We will listen to all each other's podcasts. Yeah, all definitely. Time. Oh, I might do that. So, um, Joe is on nights tonight and tomorrow. So, maybe tomorrow night, my Friday night film will be little. Yeah,
0: oh, it? it's honestly, I felt so happy at the end. I was like, although it's obviously there's sadness in it. I just felt like, yep, yeah, this is the most wholesome and nourishing, comforting film. And I'm going to watch it every Sometimes. year, every Christmas, because it's gorgeous. And it, is, it does have a bit of a Christmas in it. Is it a Christmas film? I don't know, but christmas features
1: there's, i think there's a christmas
0: tree in it there is they have a christmas and they take all their christmas breakfast to the poor people the poor family in the woods and they don't want to yeah, <laughs> they're like they no sick yeah that all bad yeah it's really sad but it's just oh, fantastic. sad again i know it really did affect me and i don't even have sisters but i was like this is just really upsetting the way they've done it Shersha's a performance it's just um yeah absolutely fantastic oh
1: she's is- she is absolutely unreal in that film. Like the talent in that girl is insane. I call her a girl. I mean, she's probably about our age. No, she ain't my
0: age. <laughs> she's a young person.
1: She's young. We're not that far off each other, Liz. Um Maybe she is a bit younger than us, but she's like she's not a girl anymore. She has got talent in buckets. Yes. Yeah, and always has. And always she, has. Right? Like
0: from Atonement when mm. she was like thirteen. It's always been there, and I'm glad that she's kind of made it because she's really. Really, like, very interesting to look at and very memorable. An idea, yeah, I just think I rate her very highly. So that film is just great. I just love it. I would watch it again, like on like on Sunday if I was given the chance. I just think it's. it's well, I mean, lovely. You,
1: you can do what you like, Lucy. If you want to watch it again on Sunday, you can. Yeah, when do we ever have time uh, to to get all these things? And how we do this, uh, I don't know. Um, thank you, Lucy. That's all right. That's so. That's delightful. It's not old. As in time-wise,
0: but I have seen it several times, so it's like old, it's old, to old to me, yeah. I love it. A classic now. It, a classic, it is a classic. A tradition. Yes, 100%. Mm.
1: So next year for Christmas, or this year for Christmas movie special, as is tradition, we'll both have to watch Little Women again.
0: Definitely. Sign me right up.
1: I am in. Um, I'm going to go with my something new next, Lucy. Okay. Tradition. Uh As is tradition, Uh, is that the way we always go? Something old, something Uh, new. Kind of,
0: I think we don't (laughs) always do it, but it would be better if we did because it just works with the title.
1: If only we were prepared and organised. Um, very prepared. Thank you. Super prepared. Got notes here, aren't I? I'm here. Uh, So I don't know if you've seen this because we don't compare older news before we, no, we don't cast because we love the surprise. Um so I recently watched Harlan Coben's Stay Close. Someone meant well when I was getting my nails done, they mentioned
0: this show. I had never heard of it. Right. They recommended it. So
1: there's there's been a couple of adaptations uh on Netflix. Was, we had The Stranger.
0: That was batshit crazy.
1: But I loved it.
0: It was I fun. It. But it was that um, was just before lockdown, wasn't it? That was, in the the build-up.
1: And then you had Safe with Michael C. Hall and then a load of, like, really random people that you'd recognise from loads of stuff. Anyway, so this particular adaptation is... So it stars James Nesbitt. Okay. Who I really rate in, like, a thriller drama. Um, This series, I think it's eight episodes. It has twists. It has turns. It has surprises. It has one... Very incongruous musical number. What? I thought I was on acid. Um, it is genius. I did not see it coming until I think the last episode, maybe about twenty minutes before the twist, right? And I, so I've never read any Harlan Coben, but I think I should because I love every adaptation that has ever. You've never come read out any?
0: I think even I've read no. Or well,
1: maybe I have. I've never read any of these. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. The The quality um, of the filming, the cast, like wardrobe, you'd be surprised. Um, my absolute favourite random star of this show is Eddie Izzard. Wow. So, James Nesbitt, Eddie Izzard, Sarah Lancashire. Isn't oh,
0: it? she's great. Say no yeah, more. I mean, she's bloody brilliant. You can't... Brilliant
1: can't fault her can you nope. and um kush jumbo oh, who he's yeah. been in a few things very good i really rate her i think she's really good so the, the basically the premise is like a guy goes missing on the anniversary of when some other bloke went missing 17 years ago james nesbitt's like there must be a connection how would you even know that um oh because he's obsessed with the case obviously he's a policeman okay um, fair <laughs> that
0: makes a bit more sense
1: Uh, Yeah, I should have prefaced that, shouldn't I? He's a policeman and he is obsessed with this case and now he's convinced that there is a link. Um, And then as you go through the series, lots of other very strange things happen. Um, And I actually don't want to give anything away because I want you to watch it. I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, But it was... it's Because of COVID, um, we haven't really had a lot of new telly.
0: Not as Uh, much as we probably should have.
1: No. So it, it was nice to see something like that wasn't a three-parter or a movie that was a bit shit Um, I'm not going to name drop anything Eternals Um, oh is it not good
0: actually the reviews weren't very good but
1: I'm just completely out of the Marvel loop I haven't seen I haven't seen one probably since I'd prioritise Black Widow yeah I'm going to watch that tomorrow Um, at first 40 minutes quite shit the it got better, okay. When you let go of it being shit, Gemma Chan, <laughs> awesome, okay. Um, but yeah, so so I I highly recommend Stay Close. I think it's um it's really slick. It's a bit different. It's got a great twist to it. The cast is it's kind of that cast where you look at people and you go, oh, I remember you from something. Mm. Is it is it Heartbeat from the nineties <laughs> or could it be an episode of CSI Las Vegas? I don't know um it's yeah really interesting and uh i think james nesbit has had a bit of a comeback so if uh, listeners if you don't know who james nesbit is uh in the 90s there was a a, a british sit- sitcom called cold feet that's it had he... emily from friends in it oh there you go and emily from friends in it that's what you might know uh, it from Friend- <laughs> non- friends <non-Britishness>. again. <laughs> um all young people who don't know who james nesbit is he also i'm pretty sure he did a couple of um uh crime series with um uh, he was in what's his name? was it him
0: oh it was so good the missing did you watch that
1: yeah with ken stott that's Jesus. the one i'm thinking of that was so good harrowing. and they did two seasons of that i didn't watch the other one. Oh, he so he's excellent because the first one i ken stott who used to play rebus but is also in lord of the rings
0: no he's not he's in no he's in the hobbit
1: that's what I meant. Oh God. Like, I'm like excuse tires, me. It's not Lord Fat of the Rings. Me.
0: Get it right. Lord
1: of the Rings. <laughs> the Hobbitsies. Um yeah, sorry, The Hobbit. How embarrassing. I don't think uh, I needed to be
0: quite so. He's not in that. I could have just corrected it or just match, let it go, but it's Lord um, of the Rings.
1: But yeah, so I haven't he he seems to be making a bit of a name for himself in gritty thrillers, James Nesbitt. And actually, do you know what? He's very good. The the thing about this new series is that it's got a bit of levity to it as well. So it's not all doom and gloom and dead people. I mean, the twist at the end. Well, now I know there's a twist. grim. Obviously, there's a twist.
0: Well, is it obvious? I mean, my nail, my nail technician sold it to me by saying the episodes are only about 40 minutes long. Is that correct? Oh, and that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that as well. The thing is with us at the moment, I think I mentioned this a few, well, whenever, a few episodes ago, quite a while ago, maybe. We are watching The Wire. So we're now on season three. So that's all engulfing. Like maybe at the weekend we could watch something different, but really our weeknights are taken up with watching The Wire. Yeah, but-
1: you could probably only watch two or 3 it, couldn't you? Because you can't watch eight episodes while you're in the middle of the wire. No, not really.
0: Um, that's just too distracting. We did have a break over Christmas and we watched some Christmas stuff, uh, whatever was on. But yeah, that's why these new series, we haven't really. We did have a break. Um, and what did we watch? Oh, I can't even remember. So, But yeah, so um, maybe once we finish season three, we'll, we'll have another like, palette cleanser and watch this mad thing. Is it as mad as The Stranger? Because I thought that was a bit stupid.
1: No, no, it's not. It makes much more sense. Okay, yeah, because that actually made it's no much sense. Much more. There was just so. I'll put it this way. I think it's like episode three or episode four. You've been introduced in the episode prior to that to uh two characters who are very interesting. um And there are you know moments of levity, but mostly it is just really grim. And I love that.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, when we get onto my something new, I know that's your something new. I don't know if you want to do your something old or shall I just. Buck the trend and do my something
1: new. Do something new, Lucy. No one needs to listen to me for any longer than 10 minutes at a time.
0: No, I mean, I just mean it because you were saying grim. And I, you know, The Wire can be pretty grim. So when I'm not doing watching The Wire, I've started watching something that's the opposite, that is just light and dumb and fun and looks good and is just easy to watch. And that is Emily in Paris, which everyone was watching. Got oh. very badly slated, and I kind of think, eh, like, it's not high art. It's not The Wire, but I don't think it deserved to be quite as panned for being sort of offensive and culturally inappropriate and stuff like that. I think it's a bit over the top. Um, I've actually only watched three episodes though. But when I say something that new, that is That's it like really? A-
1: at least ninety minutes, which. It's actually, well, yeah,
0: it's like 20, 20, they're like 25 minute episodes again. Um, But it's Lily Collins, daughter of Phil. They do not look alike. She's very attractive. I mean, thank God she doesn't
1: look like Phil Collins. She's very, He's a beautiful voice, very talented man. Not pretty.
0: Good on drums. No, she doesn't look anything like him. You wouldn't ever tell that they were related. Um, So she plays the titular Emily, who I can't even remember why. And I only started watching it a couple of days ago. Goes to Paris to help out at some marketing firm with her American ideas. She doesn't speak English. No, sorry. She doesn't speak Paris. She doesn't speak Paris. She doesn't speak French. I was (laughs) going to say Parisian. Shut up. Um, She doesn't speak French. They hate it. Which I think is very, you know, believable. The French don't like it when you don't speak French.
1: And when when you try,
0: they like it even less. Because they think, why are you being so shit? That's my experience. Bonjour. Bonjour. Come on, Uh, so she goes there uh, she has a boyfriend that kind of ends and there is a very hot neighbour and a lot of the time I mean this show is I believe created by the same guy that created Sex and the City it's not as as smart and kind of controversial as that was when it first came out but it is that kind of sense of fun and the scenery like oh god Paris looks amazing I want to book a trip But a lot of the time... You've been to Paris, haven't you? Yes, loads of times, but it's always a good idea, as they say.
1: You can never never go too many times. No.
0: um, Watching Sex and the City, I don't think it was ever a time where I thought any of the guys were attractive. I was always like, this is this this guy, Samantha? This is who you want to fuck? He's rank. But her neighbour in this show is, is very attractive. And he's actually French. There's a lot of actual French actors in it. Yeah. So if you want to just be brain dead for a time... And just see a chirpy girl with nice hair. Um, she has lovely hair, doesn't very she? Very nice hair. You know, we've got to give her her dues. Very snow white looking. Um, bowling around Paris, hot neighbour. She can't speak French. She's all very hilarious. Um, yeah. Is it actually funny? Not funny. I think- like, I mean, did, have you physically laughed out loud at it? Because if you have, I might try it. It doesn't it's not like, oh, it's trying to be funny, but I'm not laughing. It's more just kind of, you know, her just misadventures in Paris and the culture clash between Americans and the French. So I wouldn't say it's like hilarious. I don't, I don't I don't think it's meant to be a comedy like comedy comedy. It's just like yeah, some funnyish bits. But no, I couldn't say I've laughed out loud.
1: I have to say, I think that what we're missing in the world at the moment is just a bit of levity. Yeah, that's it.
0: You it's know. like, oh, I don't this is this means nothing and i don't even know what she does i've already forgotten but it's fine and apparently i read somewhere that it's been designed quite sort of sinisterly by netflix to be a show that you can watch and miss episodes and not miss anything so you can have it, on, see, it I It's like a background that. show and it's been designed to be very like easygoing and blah, blah 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 Um, but yeah i mean i think the fact they have french actors even i'm like oh that's decent because A lot of the time they'll just have uh, people uh, speaking like this uh, to do an uh, accent. but they've Which, you know, you
1: want to talk about cultural appropriation and and casual racism, then that probably would be it. Yes, Uh,
0: and, you know, a lot of shows have done that. Um, But, yeah, they've actually got French actors and shot on location. It's just diverting. And there's another series, so I think I'll continue. It's one of those when when I'm alone and, you know, I can't watch The Wire. I'll just watch something completely, like, brain-dead and... Brain rotting and um, enjoy i it. love
1: how that's your choice and um this is a slight diversion uh but my my latest i'm on my own i want something to go a bit brain dead to is a really terrible netflix series called my lover my killer what um, <laughs> it's so bad a- lucy it's almost as bad as countdown to murder on channel five which is really awful uh, so maybe countdown i need to to murder yeah, maybe I need some, you know, Parisian fashion and Americans not not or an American girl I'm not being overly generic, not being able to speak French in Paris. Maybe that is the joy I need. In I my would life.
0: give it a go and, you know, if you don't like it, it's 25 minutes of your life, it's not going to affect it's you. It's not going to change
1: anything, is it? That really. I have to say, like good on Netflix because um A well I bet they've made an absolute bomb. Oh, yeah. During Locked, during COVID, um, just in general. And also they're delivering us with fantastic content from the likes of Emily in Paris to a Harlan Coben adaptation. Um, And, you know, absolute gems like My Love and My Killer. We're not sponsored by Netflix, but I wish we were. Oh, yes. (laughs) Genuinely wish we were. One day. And they've introduced a new category on Netflix, uh, Films Under 90 Minutes. Just for you and me, Lucy, I believe. Just for you and me. Um, would you like to hear my something old? I'd love it. I think you're going to love this. So, in anticipation of the release of the new and, I think, final series, Joe and I have been re-watching Peaky Blinders.
0: Ah, by order of the Peaky fucking Blinders. That is not the best accent, but it's passable <laughs> it wasn't the worst it's quite brummy but none of them sound like that because none of them are brummy but right so if
1: you've not if you've not ever seen peaky blinders don't let uh, my impression
0: peaky... put you off because it is quite good
1: oh it's it's better than the impression i loved it but you know i've seen it um it is a show set in what was it start 19 it's 19 post, i think
0: post uh first world war yeah yeah Um uh, so we-
1: early early 20s um, Birmingham gangsters who go around with razor blades in their caps killing people. Um, now, I'm not selling this very well, am I? Uh, <clears throat> however, it is uh, so amazingly styled and it's violent and it's fun and the soundtrack is so yeah. good. I think that's one of the things I didn't appreciate Nick enough K. the first time round. yes so good um and you just like going back and watching it because you know what's going to happen what i really love about it is picking up on little things that you've forgotten about or you didn't notice the first time but also the soundtrack like all of the all of the music in it is like epic and it's all styled slightly differently it's a bit it's a bit heavy it's almost a bit like bassy rocky um kind of violent on your ears type thing but but really good and you've got such an incredible cast um like killian murphy killian Cillian? killian um never did i think i'd find him attractive jesus christ he
0: how hot is that man too hot as tommy shelby like how can a haircut and a flat cap make you look that good
1: i've no idea because he's just looked like a know, weird
0: girl before like obviously yes pretty but weird
1: but not but not though not like you know just just odd i only really remember him from red eye he was i in, don't really remember seeing him in anything else
0: he was in like inception he was in any lots of christopher Nolan stuff he's been in a few bits but this is his yeah like big, but it's big only break.
1: this is his like breakout best role ever and yeah, who knew a flat cap and a haircut and you know, his face the, 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 is insane. The glint the glint of potential violence in the eye could be quite so sexy. But also, he is an excellent actor in this. He holds that show so well. His um chemistry with all of the other members of the cast is so cool. Like and actually most of the cast aren't really very well known actors, except for Tom Hardy? I mean, he comes into oh, it. yeah. <laughs> right, so for anyone who is a lover of Tom Hardy, which is everyone in the whole world, uh, Tom Hardy appears in, like, season two or season three of Peaky Blinders um, as, like, a Jewish gangster. A very cockney Jewish gangster. A very violent cockney, not very Jewish Jewish gangster. Uh, and it is both hilarious and weirdly sexy. <laughs> but you know who I hate
0: in it? And I'm like... I wish this could be scrubbed from the records. Can you guess who I'm going to say?
1: Mm, maybe. Do you want to give it a guess? Is it? Mm, no, go tell me. Adrian
0: Brody and his terrible cod- oh, Don yeah. Corleone Italian accent. Honestly, he's terrible. That whole season is ruined by his presence. He
1: is so, he's shit. so
0: shit. Why is he in it? Why is he doing that voice? Why is he doing that voice?
1: We're Italian. I'll go kill you.
0: It's more like that. He's stop. trying to be like stop. Don't call stop. You only. But that's actually good. Stop in comparison complaining
1: to him. about the food. Hell, <laughs> scar. we're gonna kill them all. <laughs> it's fucking awful. I hate him. It's you are right. do I that hate say him. But However, that is
0: terrible and very off-putting performance. Like it's rare that a performance will take you out of a show and you're like, what the fuck is this? He's awful. That's the
1: season we're watching at the moment. It's terrible. Um, I, it is really bad. It's really I really do bad. think
0: like Peaky Blinds is a good show, but the quality does vary a lot season to season, I think. Like that season's dross. Um don't particularly like the Russian one either. Uh, oh the Russian
1: one's weird. What, well, what are the oh, other now, this ones? Is the, one's the one with um
0: yeah, with uh little Tom Hardy. What's his name in it? Archie Cotton or something like that.
1: Are we talk- You sound like you're talking about EastEnders. Is that like Dot's long lost cockney Jewish son? Archie Maybe cockney. I'm just thinking of the East End. It's Archie, though, isn't it, Alfie? Mm-hmm.
0: You're watching it, you tell me.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm currently watching Adrian Brody. Oh. oh, Come on, eat the sky. Come on, You're uh,
0: killing me, here. What are you going
1: to do? <laughs> the guy's so that's not going to be nice. What the to fuck it's wrong. To. What are they doing? Blame Adrian Brody, because he's shite yeah. in this. Poor, totally poor. I've got to say though, and there is one, there is one member of the cast of Peaky Blinders, uh, and I don't know how this show will survive without her. Helen McCrory is without a doubt one of, was, is, rest her soul, and still is, one of the best actresses ever to grace our screens. I saw her um, doing the first lockdown, in some national theatre live performances. She's unreal. Um, but in Peaky Blinders, as Paul... It's like, so Polly, fucking she, cool. She is unbelievably good. And I have no idea how that show will I don't know where, go on without her. She was filming, I, just don't I think,
0: wasn't she? She was filming. So I guess they're yeah. going to just have to write her out. I don't know. It's hideous. It's, it's awful. It's funny.
1: In hindsight, as the show goes on, you can see her getting sicker in the last couple of years. She seasons. gets very skinny. Yeah, and it's really, but she, I mean, she is, essentially, she's like the um, stereotypical matriarchal figure to an extent within the Shelby family, isn't she? And um, she's just really cool. Like when she, um, when, you, when we're introduced to Aberamma Gold.
0: Oh, yeah. Littlefinger.
1: Also popped up in The Um, Wire. Aidan Gillen, his real name. I was about to say Peter Dinklage. He's not in Peaky Blinders. Not yet. Be hilarious if he was, though. He might turn up. Another gangster. Who knows? Um, I mean, the two of them together are unbelievably good. And I just, yeah, I really enjoy it. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it kind of close itself off.
0: But it's going to be awful without her because she was such a central part of it. Um, In the show, like as a character, but just her performance and... Yeah, the, the thought of it her being written out—it's just gonna be awful. It's gonna be really sad. There are only really two major deaths in the show. Yes, uh, yes. Surprisingly, you know who I wish did die? Who I hate? Arthur. Sort oh, your no, fucking I life hate out. Arthur's wife. No, Arthur's wife is the worst. No, Arthur's I like the worst. Arthur. He's so violent. He's horrible. I was wishing to wish that he you know that... That he'd die. Like every episode, I'm like, "Is he going to die? No, I hate him." Is he going to die in
1: this one? Is he going to die in like this beat one? Beat that kid um, to death. Like, I hate you. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty awful. Did you, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that the actors that play Arthur and John are brothers in real life.
0: It's not Arthur. It's Michael and John. Oh, was it Michael and John? John's not in it anymore? Is he John? Mm, not a great accent. It's John and Michael.
1: Uh, so Polly's son, Michael. Thank you. Yeah. Um, spoiler for everyone who's never watched Peaky Blinders if you've not watched the show um, I'm not sure that it's an accurate depiction of Birmingham in the 1920s I hope it is but they were a real and gang the Peaky Blinders Yes, yeah, they were it's none of them look like
0: Killian Murphy because I've seen pictures of, of them like from their mug shots. no
1: I definitely don't but it has got I mean it's got everything hasn't it it's got violence it's got drugs it's got booze it's got alcohol it's got you know, sex workers post-traumatic stress uh, from, PT- yeah, from PTSD. the PTSD. Uh
0: it's got communism. Yeah, I love a bit um, of the communism and uh
1: e- equal pay,
0: women's rights Fascism is coming into it, Oswald Mosley.
1: Yeah. Oh Mosley. And that uh that's so clever. Like just the whole thing. It's genius. Um Churchill. Yeah, It's got everything. Russians. Yep. Yeah. Terrible Italians. Italians. So it deals with immigration Terrible because Italians.
0: the Chinese are in it, aren't they? There's some Chinese yeah. people. Um It covers all, all your major, all
1: your major topics. Yeah. Learn about history. Illegitimate children. Like
0: Polly's yeah. child
1: coming back, adoption. Yeah, um, gets into it for sure. Yeah, the the railroads,
0: factory life. <laughs> the railroads. God, you sort of clutching <laughs> at straws now. I feel like what we were talking about was fairly like interesting, but right now the canals. And really? Yeah, travel. They are travelers, interesting. That stuff's quite interesting.
1: Yeah, travellers. Well, and well, um, they are travellers. Uh, they have like very interesting traveller
0: blood, don't they? I think the, they, do the, uh,
1: they do indeed, the Shelby's. I do indeed, Shelby's. I highly recommend it. And actually, if you're looking for something to um, warm your winter nights, it's not that anyone, warming,
0: I wouldn't say, but it is good. It's
1: warming, and you know, it'll get your blood up with fear, probably. Um, anger at some of the accents. The anger at the uh, turbo Italian accents. <sighs> um. Well, you know maybe get your blood up with um, Desire yes uh, Thomas Shelby I think
0: everyone fancies him man, woman, child yep he's just got the lot the face
1: and you've got Tom Hardy it's genius um, and actually do you know what I'm really enjoying rewatching it because it's one of those things where you've seen it before you don't have to really pay attention to everything but if you want to sit and watch three hours of it in a row you can mm. like it's nice and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the next season I'm very excited do you know when it comes um, out can you tell us I mean I can can you find out I can try I can try Uh, season 6 of Peaky Blinders comes out sometime in 2022 lovely and vague yep thanks BBC so that's all I've got so yeah it's BBC isn't it I Um, don't know if you can is it on Netflix I think spring I'm going to hope for spring can you watch the other seasons on Netflix yep there you go people Get on there. Watch on the Net- Netflix or the BBC iPlayer. They don't call it the BBC iPlayer, but I do. I'm British. What else can you ask for? Um, yeah. So that's that my... That's my something old. And it's um, weirdly comforting. Yeah,
0: I kind of know. I um, think period dramas are always comforting. It doesn't really matter what period it is. I think maybe I if it was our- like the Black Plague, it wouldn't be that comforting. But generally... The past seems like a nostalgic and comforting place.
1: And both of us have picked a period piece for our something old this week. Oh, yeah. They're not even that old. Interesting. No. Well, I mean, they're set old. Yes,
0: but the the shows themselves, <laughs> shows and films, are not too too old.
1: Not often that I watch something that I've really, that I've watched before. Um. So it's been quite nice. Mm. It's good.
0: I think when the new season comes out, I I'd like to be able to do that, but I don't always get the time. If a season, a show that you really like is coming back with a new season, like you don't watch Succession, do you?
1: No, but I keep meaning to Lucy.
0: Idiot! You need to watch it. But um, I wanted to rewatch the other seasons, but you know, didn't get around to it. But it would have
1: helped, I think. I don't really know how I have time, to be honest.
0: You find it for the Shelby's.
1: Well, you know, if I can't go out and have a life, so you know, dry January. I mean, you can, well, you can, you can. Just don't
0: drink. I know that seems weird. It's like, well, that's not fun.
1: Why would yeah, I ever do that? Just stay home. I don't have to put jeans on then. Yeah. See, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. Um, I'm going to add a little something to the end of our podcast today, Lucy. Is there anything coming up that you are very much looking forward to? New series, new film?
0: Yes. Um, there is a BBC Three sort of romantic comedy show called Lovestruck. Did you watch the first season? oh no oh uh, it was really good um it's a kiwi so a new zealand uh comedian called rose matafeo and she did a show um about sort of a one night stand she has with a movie star it sounds a bit like notting hill but it's not um that sort of ends up going on a bit but it's it's really funny it's relatable it's quite sweet um it was on bbc3 and yeah the new season's coming out soon so i'm really excited about that actually
1: that's... I've got to say, BBC Three do have some. I good would little, probably
0: uh... say watch that rather than watching Emily in Paris. That would be my more of a recommendation because of the Britishness. It's just a bit more relatable and just yeah, she's good vibes as well. I really like her. She's really funny.
1: Interesting. I am um, very much looking forward to a new series that's coming out with uh, starring Vicky McClure, uh, who is from. Oh my god, what's wrong with me? She is Line of show. Duty. I was just waiting for you yeah, to say it. Line of you. Duty. Yeah, thank you. Mind blown. Starring, starring Vicky McClure uh, from Line of Duty. It's a show called Trigger Point, um, which is coming out on the BBC, I think, at the end of this month. It'll be a new Sunday night drama. Okay. It, Always up for that. It, it, it's a police procedural. Mm. I'm very excited. Can she stop playing um, police officers for a minute? Do you reckon? Oh, she's a, she's an armed officer this mm, time. She could just stop um, that. it be good. Has the background as a soldier, I believe. Uh, don't know anything about it, apart from the fact that she's keeps posting some really cool-looking screenshots, and she's very excited about it on Instagram. So, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I like a Sunday night uh, uh, drama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I do recommend, if you've not seen the first season, uh, Rick Stein's Cornwall. Uh, second season's currently out. Very much enjoying that. Less cooking this time, though. More just travelling. A lot more... A lot more talking about when he used to run a nightclub
0: in Cornwall. No one cares, Rick. I, I mean, this is a Rick Stein household. And I love, love Rick. I love Rick. Same. If it's on TV, I'm watching it. Rick, Rick Stein's Massively. great weekend. Rick Stein in France. Rick Stein in India. Rick Stein through Turkey. Rick Stein going to Mexico. Just sign me up for all of it.
1: Wherever he is, I'm in uh, for it. Yeah. If Rick's I'm down there, for it, he's I'm always there. good. Yep. I stand the stein. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I too stand the stein. <laughs> very good. Aha. very And good. on that delightfully, very, uh, you know, down, young, hip with the kids uh, note of standing the stein, uh, I think that is the end of the delight that is something old and something new for you. First episode of 2022. Yes. Um, we will be back uh, soon with uh, some more something old something yeah, new more, and of in the mi- <laughs> more of these more of this craziness uh in the meantime you'll be able to listen in to the lads do 60 minutes to midnight worst of netflix will be back gaz and john watching the zero blue films on netflix so that you don't have to how many times have i said that that i've got that cadence down it's a good catchphrase so don't have good to. tagline And I hope that soon we'll have a new episode of How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Yes. Where did we leave that? In 2021. Yes. It'll be back. Don't worry. We'll bring it back. I can't even remember. Uh, No, me neither sits in the vaults, the vaults of last year. So um, it would be a mystery both to us and to you what the next episode of How the Fuck You've Not Seen That is. Um, but if you do enjoy all of this nonsense in your ears, then please do follow us on social media. We are Fan Critical on Facebook, at Fan Critical Pod on Twitter, and at Fan underscore Critical on Instagram. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can message us there, or you can send us an email fan podcast at gmail.com uh, thank you very much lucy for bringing me little women and emily in paris i'm just here for the women this week unlike me You're the ladies yeah, i'm here um and my very violent two choices which is <laughs> yes. uh, very akin to just who i am as a person from <laughs> peaky blinders and a thriller of james nesbitt uh we have been emma and lucy doing something old something new and we will see you soon thank you for listening bye, bye. bye.